Even with all the focus and concern over the partial government shutdown, we can't lose sight of the fact of the potential and real impact technology will continue to have on agencies in 2019. We'll get through this. From OMB's continued push to move agencies to the cloud as part of the IT modernization focus, to the never-ending battle to secure federal networks and data, 2019 is shaping up to be another year of change for federal IT. Well... How do you know that? You have to read the weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook. Executive Editor Jason Miller for this notebook asked six federal IT experts for their take on what to expect in 2019, and he joins me now with the latest. Jason, what are the themes? These experts, who are they, and what are the themes they're telling you? I guess we should start with the who, right, Tom? I mean, that's important. Well, I talked to Rich Butel. He's a managing principal of Cyrus Analytics. Alan Chavakin from the Professional Services Council. Mike Hettinger uh, from the Hettinger Strategy Group. Trey Hodgkins from the IT Alliance for Public Sector. Dave McClure from Accenture Federal Services. And Dave Pounder from MITRE, formerly of GAO. Now, all all six of these uh, gentlemen provided some very very interesting insights in terms of what they expect to for 2019 to look like. And across the board, what, what really stood out to me, Tom, is, is two basic themes. The first is Congress and the fact that Congress will, will play a bigger role around oversight of IT, IT modernization, cybersecurity and the like. And the second is this kind of continued push to bring these emerging technologies, artificial intelligence, machine learning, robotics, to the forefront for agencies. Now, we've heard a lot about these types of technologies before. Is there anything that these six experts, and we know they know what they're talking about, anything that's new or maybe surprising to you that they think will emerge in 2019? Basically, after the shutdown ends, and it will end, right? We know that. The partial shutdown cannot go forever. There'll still be a lot of pressure on agencies around uh, their workforce, budgets, and that's where the, some believes, like Mike Hettinger believes, that automation can really play a bigger role. And obviously, if OMB continues to press for that 5% budget cut that they've asked for across the board, agencies are going to have to figure out, okay, how can we do this? And automation of, if you will, low-value work can play, again, a very, very significant role in getting agencies to that 5%. At the same time, I think there's a, there's a push for AI around things like cybersecurity. I had a conversation, for instance, with the Army CIO just recently, and he brought up the fact, General Crawford brought up the fact that they want to apply AI to the risk management framework to to automate some of those efforts because they found our, the RMF much more arduous than they initially thought it would be. That That's kind of an aside to this discussion, but I think that's a great example about why and the expectations for these emerging technologies, which eventually, Tom, I think by, by the end of 2019, we'll stop calling them emerging. Well, that's right. I think AI, in the context he mentions, plays in the larger context of artificial intelligence for compliance mainly where you have very complicated sets of rules and possibilities of bad outcomes. AI could speed up all of the research people have to do. And so I think, yeah, you're going to see it applied to those areas where it just takes time out of a lot of research and and drudgery work that people do. And you and I have been doing this for a long time, and we've been watching kind of the the ups and downs of technology. And, And I've said this before, and I'll repeat it in the fact that I don't think I can remember a time when Technologies like AI, robotics, process automation, machine learning have caught on so quickly. If you think about, let's just pick on the cloud, for instance, you know, cloud first is eight years old, that policy. And and still agencies still agencies are not even have email in the cloud 100 percent, only about 70 percent of all emails in the cloud right now. So but if you talk about AI, robotics, every agency is doing something around these these, quote unquote, emerging technologies. And I think that's just a sign of not only the being comfortable, but the need for it. 
We're speaking with Federal News Network's executive editor, Jason Miller. So any more big takeaways from these folks? Almost all the experts I spoke with really point back to Congress. Almost everyone said, you know, I'm really interested in the House Oversight and Reform Committee's continuing efforts on FATAR implementation, cyber issues, AI. That's from David Pounder. He also brings up the House Veterans Affairs IT Subcommittee on different uh, efforts by VA, including their electronic health records uh, system. W- when I talked to Alan Schwachin from PSC, he, again, looked at – the. he said the House of Representatives for its role in funding federal technology and for its oversight agenda, including the Oversight and Government Reform Committee. There's a lot of concern about the technology modernization fund, the TMF, and whether that gets funded or not. But also how does that play into the bigger discussion around IT modernization? And again, going back to what, what the House will do – but at the same time, both Dave McClure from Accenture and Mike Hettinger talked about how the centers of excellence, IT modernization efforts, how those will actually be very important to be watched in 2019 because they spent 2017 getting ready, 2018 doing a lot of the initial planning and rolling it out. So 2019 is the year where you'll see more progress. So I'm calling it almost a make or break year in many ways. And also the areas of oversight that you mentioned of federal IT and how they're implementing the FATARA Act is a way for Congress to show its bipartisan side, because pretty much the oversight of those issues have not been Republican-Democrat, but whoever happens to be chair, they have very similar concerns for that area of agency management. Absolutely right. You've heard that from uh, Congressman Will Hurd, who, who is the uh, Oversight and Government Reform Committee, IT subcommittee chairman. He would talk all the time about the bipartisanship of whether it's FATARA or the CIO authorities or, or whatever. And, and I think that will continue. I don't think there's a concern there. What will be interesting is if IT gets less attention because these members are focused on the political side of oversight. And I think that's something to watch for. Yes, that could definitely be something that sucks the everything out of the room, including the air. And while we have you, Jason, your notebook contains some of the top items you felt were important and accepted by the readers this year, and also some of the uh, top 10 CIO programs. Tell us about your top 10. You know, it's always a great time of the year to go look back on what was popular, what, what really stood out in 2018. And, and Tom, we have the whole top 10 list on Federal News Network. They can uh, com. They can find it there. But what, what stood out to me is is the top story of the year, the top notebook item that was most popular from our listeners and our readers, is the one from uh, seventy thousand contractors must get notarized letters in the next sixty days to continue working for the government. This was actually both number one and number ten because they're two separate stories. And basically, it's a it's, it was an incident that the General Services Administration and their SAM.gov system for award management had. Sure. And, and, and basically, long story short, is not going back. Through it is this shows you that any sort of quote unquote cyber incident or privacy incident or problem with a network, a system, uh, an application really still draws the attention that even though uh, whenever there is a quote, I know, again, use quotes, cyber incident, or again, we'll use any kind of incident that involves a system that does not, we're, we're not, you know, it's not the the, the sky is falling, but on the other hand, it's not ho-hum either. That's still a very popular thing. Uh, the other one that was big throughout the notebook was uh, the reorganization. The couple stories I did around the agriculture department and telework and OPM's and GSA's merger with HR Solutions, That also those were also very, very popular uh, stories from the reporter's notebook. And real quick, for Ask CIO, the, the number one program of my interviews was with the HUD and USDA CIOs on IT modernization. That was not surprising. The one that was surprising was the second most popular one, which was my interview with Tammy Whitcomb, the Postal Service's acting IG and the chairperson of the IT subcommittee on the IG Council for how they're bringing together 
cybersecurity auditors and, and compliance and cybersecurity CISOs to make sure they're all on the same page marking, marching forward with FISMA metrics. So the, both lists are up there on federalnewsnetwork.com. You can find it there and, and check it out. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. Be sure to check out his notebook at federalnewsnetwork.com. And if you want to know anything that's going on in the IT community, whether it's technology or policy, you got to read Jason Miller. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. Celebrate this holiday season by sending money to your loved ones with Western Union. As a new customer, you can enjoy a $0 transfer fee when you send money online. For fast and reliable money transfers, use Western Union. Visit westernunion.com or download our app today to get started and your first transfer fee is on us. Services offered by Western Union Financial Services, Inc., NMLS 906983 or Western Union International Services, LLC, NMLS 906985. FX Gain Supply.